Hello and herzlich willkommen zum Auf die Fresse, the WXW podcast, of the WXW review podcast in English. I'm Ian Hamilton, budging his lines, he's my Kilbean house things. Groovy, all good man, how's it going? It's been a bit quiet and busy at the same time. Like, there's just been one show up since we last recorded, what, over Easter? And One, one show, but I, I feel like it's been a very news-heavy month. Um, yes. Well, like, or, or period since we last recorded, should we say. I don't like, know if no, it's a month. But... We do notes because none of us have got good memories these days, but like normally it's like, oh, well, this happened, this guy's injured, we've announced these. Like, the news bit is half a bloody notes this time. It's a, it's so, a, it's a substantial... Yeah, very substantial. So may as well dive in head first. Of course, uh, a few weeks back, tickets for World Tag Team Festival went on sale. And I believe about a quarter of them have gone already, which, I mean, yeah. no, no mind efforts going on, no, no, all the pressures everyone's on about inflation, no high price and all that. That many going back quickly, that's uh, got to be a good sign. Yeah, I mean, it is T2, it is T2 rather than T1, um, so the capacity won't be as many. Especially if they are going for the sitting, uh, well, all-seater concept, which I'm disappointed if that is the case. But um, but I think a lot of people looked at 16 karat gold with very green eyes, <laughs> very envious eyes. and Just because? Oh, I'm not missing that again. Um, quite rightly, you shouldn't have missed it. But um, yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot to be said, I think, for, it's 25% of, I want to say probably a thousand. So let's say it's three hundred for it. Yeah, yeah. So it's not bad. So that's running uh, Saturday, first October through Monday the third in Oppenhausen, of course. Uh, October third's German Unity Day. That's why it's running on a Monday. It's not because they you no know, want how everyone skip work for, for Tag Fest for finals. But um, we're also doing Inner Circle at the Alma Fight Park in Gelsenkirchen on Friday. So on the Friday, yeah. The first time both of us will uh, be seeing that new place unless we make the trip over in the summer. But um, yeah, interesting times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you are booking hotels, make sure you book from Friday to Friday to Monday, Friday to Tuesday rather than Thursday to Monday. Otherwise, <laughs> that, Friday, that uh, Monday night you're going to be asleep on the airport floor, no doubt. Although if you if you if if the same thing happens to me again, I'll probably have space in my mega suite in the trip. So <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to bunk on my sofa. First come, first serve day. Yes, exactly. Of course, um, no. We're not putting ticks on sales with this without you know, giving you any names. So we have two teams for the festival. Uh, first up is Shikahiro Irie and Fumanoi Abe. And there was a few disappointed wasn't Abe and Takuya Namura, the astronaut. I'm calling them a headbutters based on that ambition match, but that was a pretty good, uh, you know, a popular first choice of team for this. I think it's absolutely no-brainer, really. At this point, um, I think Irie is the most popular import um, I think since Tim Thatcher, really, for WXW, there's nobody who I think has... I can't it's think of anybody who's who's encapsulated what WXW is all about as much as him. He clearly loves it. Everyone loves it when he's here. Um, and I say Arbe, I think, as lo- along with... I mean, considering Arbe had never wrestled outside of Japan prior to March, the fact he's already booked to come back here in uh, October is just brilliant. Um, two really great people, and I, I feel like if these are established, if they keep coming back and back and back, you've just got mega stars sort of in Germany there. And, yeah, and I, I can't get enough of either of them, to be honest. And from in our base case, I mean, we said at the time of the couch review, he was out of his merch, you know, pimped by the Sunday. So, I'll speak to the best earlier than that, I think, actually. He didn't have anything, he only had t-shirts by Saturday morning. Yep. And obviously, you know, I, I got the last towel for Eddie Sideburns, and that was on the Sunday evening show. Yeah. He's, he's just left with the 8 by 10 So, yeah, how would the SL Wrestling lads? I'm sure they'll have a few boxes ready for uh, for September, October. Second it's team in. Shipping container over. <laughs> well, it depends how many comes, maybe count next year. But I've got another team as well, uh, returning duo of Kevin Koo and Dom Greeny, uh, Violence is Forever. They were part of the last festival back in 2019, uh, late subs for Bandido and Flamita. This time there's going to be a little bit more mustard behind them, uh, and I hope they bring the tag titles with them they've got. Um, let's see, deep breath. They've got the tag titles from Action Wrestling, Southern Underground Pro, Black Label Pro, and C4 Wrestling in Canada. 
that's a hell of an excess baggage charge just before you even, before you even count your gear, you know? Yeah, I don't think that's good. <laughs> I don't think they'll be bringing all those over. Um, I mean, depends on when they... Style. Yeah, I mean, depending on when they come over, they may come over earlier, um, and they may win the WXW titles, who knows? But, I know um, they have announced a longer tour based on it, but I think, actually... Is Tagfest the start of it? Let me have a look and see here, my clacky keyboard. I'll raise these questions, and then you have to go and find out the answers, don't I? <laughs> so this is something I meant to put in the notes, but completely missed. So they did announce a longer tour based on the back of this. And let's see. How many images are you tweeting, Dominic Greeny, crying out loud? Um, no, so Dominic Greeny hasn't tweeted, that's why. Ah, okay. Well, regardless, uh, they might they might add, if they do a European tour before, and they might add some more to that. Um, or they might drop them all before they come to Europe, because, you know. <laughs> and take over the European scene. Exactly, exactly. Um, right, so popular, uh, States Scott now, Scott. sorry, so... Um, oh. is actually the end of their tour, so I'm looking oh, now yeah. uh, September 18th through September 30th. They're going to be based, uh, they've split the UK and Cardiff up for two different reasons, I guess. They think some well, there's a huge journey, depending where you are in the UK. Um, 18th, 23rd, UK, 24th, 30th, Cardiff, and then October 1 through 3, uh, just WXW, I guess. WXW's uh, now an entire country, which I'm not going to argue. I mean, you know, take a swing of the world's national anthem, I guess. Yeah, um, and I suppose they're over for the old uh, clash in the castle thing, aren't they? Well, there's plenty of tickets gone for that, but uh, we digress. Someone who won't be part of World Tag Festival, for, unfortunately, uh, Dennis Kastelnik. Uh, we noticed on that Papenberg show on the last review, uh, he needs help getting to the back. Um, to be announced he'd suffered a torn ACL, which is going to take 10 months recovery, which that, I mean, I. Uh, that's probably going to put maybe Carrot as a bit of a push. You know, um, game a long yeah. ways ahead, but yeah, I think it that's might be. a really bad time for Dennis. I mean, he was one of the you know, highlights, especially for Carrot Weekend. You know, called calling him an entertaining idiot just for his you know, behaviour, actions. But and, and, and someone who, let's face it, prior to prior to um, the closed closed uh, set era shows was persona non great. He was nobody really outside of. People who were particularly big fans of Swiss wrestling, um, he was—he wasn't anybody really. Um, yeah, he, he was brought in like I think before he had that team with uh, Oliver Carter on the old old shotgun days. Yeah, this is the guy they literally took from nothing in front of nobody. Yeah, and um, then you know by the time we got to Carrot, he's everybody gets it. Um, I would like to think most people <laughs> like loved loved the character. I certainly did. Um, and I think we was on the way of we was on the way to be getting something quite exciting, maybe with him and Hector as a team. Re I love a, I love a, I love a, a a straight man and comedy man team because I think they always work really well. It's the sort of thing I love, and I think that was sort of heading towards that and being a very very good thing. But it's, it's a it's a very big shame that he has um, picked up this injury, kind of cut him off at the knees, really. Um, you really hope that when we get to, let's say, sort of this time next year, we we're kind of thinking we've forgotten about this injury. To be honest, yeah, because back on think, running, yeah. And again, you know, you don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know if he's had surgery yet on it, but you know, we've had guys who've come back or been around after surgery when they're on the road to recovery, and even it's just you no know, one show, you no know, one show a month when Hector's booked, you know, you know keep that uh, whole thing up. But we'll have to see what goes on with yeah. um, Dennis and Hector in the next ten months, but. I mean, especially, on. especially on European wrestling, European wrestling, even more than Britain, especially when when a wrestler has a long injury like that and they disappear, you wonder whether you ever do see them again. And we'll get onto that in a second. Yeah. In but um, it's, it's, some better injury news, I guess. Uh, Anil Marek, he had yeah. uh, successful surgery on that shoulder injury he got. I think it was, that, was it the running bulldog they post a video of from the train from the academy, but yeah. you no. Know, no cost uh, but yeah, you just mentioned it. Uh, after three and a half years away, I mean, god damn, it should have been another 18 months for the obvious joke. Uh, Julian Neal's back, uh, not yes. quite the XW, but uh, the European Wrestling Association. Uh, I think you've flagged this up to me a few weeks back. Um, 
lost in, I had to Google the pronunciation, with Sankt Polten in Austria. St. Polten, yeah. Gerstorf elsewhere in Austria had three matches over two shows. Uh, Nero was last round in 2018's World Tag Team League, going full circle again. Him and Avalanche failed to defend the tag titles. They lost to uh, Angelico and Jeff Cobb, cost them a spot in the finals. And then he was out, so neck, neck injury, they said, and yet not been back until uh, this past April. So yeah, first steps back, but we'd heard uh, rooms he was um, training for comeback or not gearing up, and yeah, word on the street was right. Yeah, I mean, I spoke to him, last time I spoke to him prior to, obviously, the he came sort of coming back, I spoke to him, I think, just after Carrot 20. 19? No, I think it might have been 2020, actually. I think I spoke to him just after Carrot 2020. And um, he sort of said, like, he's just taking it slow. And he says he wasn't really sure. But um, I didn't hear anything after that. No, it, no, it was 2019, definitely. Because um, it had been just about six it months. Have, it would have been yeah. six months. And I was saying, you know, how's it going? And he's kind of just taking it slow. And then they didn't hear anything again. So I thought, okay, that's... Uh, that's the last we saw of him, unfortunately. You know, Poochie died on the way back to his planet. Um, but no, thank thank God he is back. Um, I say a really top top fella, um, a wrestler who um, I think I would never say he was Brian Danielson's sort of incarnate, but he was a wrestler who I think over the course of the the Monster Consulting run, um, definitely one of the most improved wrestlers in Europe um, in terms of. Um, yeah, he just he, he was he wasn't he wasn't particularly good when I thought sort of first saw him sort of in twenty seventeen, but heading over sort of towards that monster tag team run, he was incredibly he was definitely a credible wrestler sort of for the promotion and um, sort of could help hold him hold his own. And I think that's that's a testament not only to his hard work but also a testament to, you know, Coach Dreisker. Um he, I think he did put the works, put the hours in. I think you know that he's he's an example of somebody who has definitely improved by being in that sort of environment. I guess. Well, I think you know, um, you know we had the injury. You know, the whole thing with service was a big run as well. Um, yeah. Yes, hopefully. Obviously, I would say these are baby steps, and we don't know. You know I mean, I think he last wrestled uh, end of April. I don't know yeah. what his road uh, schedule is, but. We'll see what comes up, and who knows? Maybe he might uh, be able to calm down uh, Coach Dreisken's current um, <laughs> how to put it, damaging ways. But that would, we, be, that would be definitely a way to turn him hill with me. <laughs> well, um, yeah, no, I, I think um, I, I, I mean, I don't know if WXW is a target for him. I mean, he's only three matches back into return. He might not want to go full time on the road again, you know. But it's probably a conversation to sort of he needs to sort of have with himself whether that's a thing and. And see how things go. Well, there is a place for him. First matches back can often be more yeah. troublesome than the first ones in, especially if you come back from an injury like an egg one. But uh, yeah. best wishes yeah. to Julian and Noah's uh, comeback. Um, going for other names, uh, rotation, heading stateside next weekend. Uh, he's part of Black Label <laughs> Pro's always best on Black Label Pro. This is completely out of left field. Like, like yeah. this is like WXW, you've got a, I would say, plain for guys, but. Like I saw this last weekend on Twitter before I went to bed, and I saw Black Label Pro. It's you know, key to Crash Jackson Corbett. Hang on, that's rotation. It, it's a bit like uh, when you get the random pre-season friendly. When you when you get Ruben Kazan and come in and play Colchester United <laughs> <laughs> in the summer or something like yeah. that. It's 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 a bit of a bit of a what the hell are they doing there? Um, but no, fair play to him. Um, I don't entirely know why. Although I suppose he is. He is actually a full-time wrestler nowadays. He's not. He's he's the training, and I suppose he he, he probably can commit more time to. He can commit more time to be going going abroad like that. So yeah, fair play to him. And I think he's yes. he's got a very good reputation with everybody he works with. So I yeah, assume somebody put a good word for him. I mean, what I think, yeah, it means he's not going to be on uh, True Colors next weekend. Obviously, he's not coming two places at once. Uh, but if you want to catch it, it's I believe it's going to be on Fight uh, next Friday night, 11pm Pacific, so that'll be, what, 7am Saturday morning, if you fancy some early morning wrestling in the UK, 8 o'clock in, in Germany. Um, 
I guess match is going to be on pretty early, just looking at my card. But yeah, nice uh, international break rotation, and fingers crossed you managed to get ticks for AEW as well because that's what a lot of us comes to piggybacking on that weekend. Oh, is that is it piggybacking on Double or Nothing? Yep. Uh, Maybe you can be in that. What's the um, Casino Battle Royale? We could have the rotation there. That would blow a few people's minds. That'd be brilliant. I know there's a few promotions like running. Um, I forget the name of any of running. was like uh, FSW. Um, there's a few of us doing shows in a building pretty close to the arena. So it was the same kind of thing, you know, like the early days WrestleMania weekends when you had, was it evolved and a few of us had a building nearby before it became the absolute cluster mess it is now with 500 shows in three days and everyone wondering, why are matches as good as they can be? Because everyone's working 20 matches in a weekend and we're all bloody knackered. Yeah, yeah, all the best show, all the best matches on Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> well, this year too, I remember. But uh, so going on to something which I've got no good way to bridge premiums, but the shock and title lottery has been scrapped. Um, kind of touches on the via show we talked about in a second, but yeah, Norman Harris once again tried to win the belt, he lost. Uh, Fisher Rage, he scrapped the lottery concept, they put up new rules and. Yeah, put these through Google Translate. There isn't that much difference. Still, the fifteen-minute time limit, the whole gimmick of more pay if you win more matches. Uh, the only difference now is the challenge determined by the championship board of directors or the sporting director, which at the moment is your friend Norman. Mm, wonder who that is. Would you look who won the pony? As they say. So um, yeah, again, the whole thing of title be vacated if it can't be defended. So yeah, really not much different apart from the whooshy noise when the opponent is drawn, but I mean, it was a good run, but again, no, I haven't had a chance to go through the draw, but like you had, you know, obviously uh, Norman Harris, it's a gimmick, he had a load of draws and miss. I think uh, Cash Dolnik had a bunch as well, so I think maybe, you know, when things are properly up and running, I say, like, more than just like somebody running regularly in Germany and mainland Europe, this, you know, could be a decent gimmick for bringing someone in for, like, I mean, no, the um, again viral touch on uh, Rick Salem had no was brought in as a challenger unannounced. It's a good gimmick, but again, you kind of do need to have that little laundry list of no, this guy for this show, this guy for this show. Otherwise, you do end up being the intended otherwise fast that it has been. The I mean, the the one thing to say is they have scrapped it, but it's an easy win for any new sporting director that does come in. Um, yeah. I think uh, you know. Regardless of storyline or not, if the next sporting director comes in and says, "Guess what? We're bringing back the shotgun lottery," everyone's going to be like, "Yeah, brilliant!" So I think with that, it's you know, you, it's plot it, device easily. Yeah, you turn it on and turn it off. He's you know easily done. I I don't really have any problems with this. All it means is that the 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 illusion that it's random is gone. But yeah, if you don't know who this challenger is anyway, <laughs> it's kind of. Yeah, it's, uh... So, yeah. going back to some familiar names, uh, Leon St. Giovanni is coming back to WXW this summer. Uh, he was last in, in 2018 with um, Shaheem Ali's part of Coast to Coast. Wasn't yes. part of the Tag League that year, which I... They were sort of the... Re- like, I think I feel like they were there as the um, unofficial reserves. Yeah, kind of, yeah like the, the alternates. Um, I did see them, the show I went to in Hamburg uh, in November 2018. Very pretty good. Uh, I don't know what happened because, like, they were with Ring of Honor at the time, and obviously, they've been Ring of Honor, that's all gone. But it's just uh, LSG coming back, he'll be on the shows in Frankfurt, Erfurt, and Hamburg. Shortcut to the top in August, and the debut of Fight Forever. And Mike, I hear you not saying what's Fight Forever, I'm gonna tell you what's anyway. Fight Forever, it's the new series that's been taped at the Wrestling Academy in Gelsenkirchen. So, before we you know, even dreamt of this podcast, WXW announced a streaming deal with uh, Billy Billy in China. Yeah. It's the show. They're going to be taping somewhat regularly at uh, the Academy in Gelsenkirchen. Um, so the last Academy show in Essen is on July 2nd. I think they're doing like a flea market to or get rid of stuff they don't want to take with them. Um, so if you ever wanted one of those massive, you know, uh, two date posters with uh, you know, Walter and uh, Bad Bones on, that might be up for, for sale. We don't know. Um, but then Gelsenkirchen, the move to the uh, uh, Alma Park Fight Club, I think it is. 
Uh, August 7th, first yeah. show, Matt B. Fight Forever, and I believe I'll be Billy Billy and YouTube as well. And be, you know, the mixture of Academy trainees, uh, other names from you, and some main roster names. So, kind of like those Academy Live shows, which they started putting on YouTube and then seemingly stopped. Well, I just get I get the impression it's just going to be like like old shotgun where you're probably just going to get you know the rotation wrestling against the person who's on staying at the academy this month. So like, you know, when it was Fred Yehai or something, you'll just get a random Fred Yehai match against Norman Harris. That's what, that's probably what's going to happen, isn't it? Or like really huge I mean yeah. He's doing pretty well in uh, Best of Super Juniors right now, and you know, he had a brief save to Brexit. Didn't do any of the big shows out there. He came between like the 10 pole ones, but yeah, there was another name there adding to their list, rightly so. Yeah. Uh, slipping back into WXW names elsewhere, um, one that really got our attention. The Hours of Hungary are back in uh, Britain for Rev Pro's Great British Tag League. Um, starts next weekend in Stevenage. Um, I don't think they've announced the Stevens show, have they? They haven't announced it. No, I don't believe so. Um, they're in Block A alongside Ozzy Open, Charlie Sterling, Nick Riley, and Mike Logan, Connor Mills. There's three, you know, cracking matches straight away. I mean, I think yeah. the Ozzy Open one they've had before in Southampton a few years back. So, some new matches, familiar friends, but um, yeah. It's been a long time since we've been in Rev Pro, and yeah, I hope we get to see them on the shows we get to. Yeah, for sure, and it's good to see that the the B word and the C word haven't appeared to have affected um, them them moving to doing shows in Britain as well. So it's um, yeah, it's definitely a good uh, a good uh, arrival. And, uh, not necessarily Rev Pro, but we I did see that um, also from Hungary. Is it Maverick and uh, Gulias? Gulias. Oh Archie yes, they're are, coming over next month. They are coming over next next month. And not announced for anything, but they are coming over for a, a week or so. On it, so I get on something. Yeah, I've not like I've not seen any dates have been announced. When I don't think there's, I mean, they're basing in London. Um, so you can hear me typing again. Like yeah, they're based in London. They said, yeah, it's actually a pinned tweet from June 9th to June fourteenth. Um, yeah. And again, I you know, I think we've said not. Five like the number of motions in London have kind of dwindled down during the C word. Um, like you know, you're not getting the hey, there could be promotion running every night, but you know, you know I've banged the drum myself, you know, you've banged the drum as well. You know, two lads who've been getting you know justifiable praise for work they're doing. So, anyone running London or the area, take a punt because it's not you know, this isn't a random guy who's got a ski, these are guys who are going to be going places. I mean, even if they're coming over the train, that's still good for them, I suppose. Yeah, but hopefully, yeah. you know, get to see them on a show, and ideally one we can actually get to see, yeah. because, you know, you know, Maverick, you know, we've seen a few times, Schoolies as well, both decent lads, and you know, even if it's just, you no know, your local star against being part of a month template, you know? Yeah, for sure. So then we've got yeah. one more story, but we'll get onto that, because it's... Uh, Bit the meaty one, I guess. I know there's a bit in today's observer which maybe you know explained what we expected, but uh before we get to the Slamming and my show, both of us saw some XW in Camden Wall place last weekend. Kinda. Yeah, it was a bit of a like it was felt like an away match, really. Uh, I've I've not been to Progress for since twenty eighteen. So four wow. years since I've been to Progress. I've been um, after the Dome show, wasn't it? No, last progress show I went to was uh, Wembley, um, and mm. I saw that, and I thought that's enough for me. Uh, <laughs> and I come back, and I realised, yep, yeah, it definitely was enough for me. Yeah, um, I, mean, I mean, again, the match was announced. It was a four-way for a spot in Super Strong Style sixteen. Maggot, Bobby Guns, Yearn Simmons, Axel Tisher. Uh, you, no, I guess, we're part of a mini uh, WXW fan corner, I guess you could say. Um, but I mean. Match I think dropping on network Peacock and Progress Zone thing next weekend, but I'll say it's probably much for Sean. That's not my bias coming through. No, yeah, it was that slight. I think before the Maggot alone, you know, I think it was just for three of us, you know, clapping and cheering to his music. By the end, he won that place over. It was a um, yeah, we haven't said the results, so it's fine, but um, as a as as a uh, show. As as a match, it felt like it could have quite easily been 
the main event in Frankfurt yep. on a wheel of resting card. So it was definitely it's one that's worth watching. It doesn't really have any implications outside of progress, to be completely honest. But um, no. you know, if you like any of these four people, it's one that I would recommend you watch. Really, we're not give away the winner because yeah. you know, some people want to watch it on the network, what have you. But yeah, it's a, it's a fun match, and I kind of want to hear how the crowd reactions you know get back over. Um, yeah, so I'll be dropping next weekend, and guess we'll talk about the one double XW show that has uh, dropped since we yeah. last recorded. Uh, Slamming Dan Mai, it's I think it the 30th in Bayer. Um, Slamming to me, literal translation. I thought this was a pretty good show. There's a lot of stuff on the cards, I guess, happened. Um, without being announced, like there's you know, a few seconds, a few matches which if you weren't announced and you know until show day um but yeah i mean as a show i mean go down from top to bottom um so we opened with a uh, sense of alto fast time mudo um yeah and this one crowd was split from the start i mean i guess you had like senses you know flippiness mudo's kicks and i think this one was maybe trying to hint towards potential like a tag title match in the future i have no sense of alto one of course but the fact that no, they were you not know, the same. I think it was the uh, interview after the show. You know, West, where Steffi. I think that's one which they've been trying to play a little bit of. It's just been Moodle kind of a team. You know, maybe playing with she injured again. That's not the case, I don't think. But yeah, yeah um, ends were over in ten minutes, and while he's having his fights with his own tag partner, friendly fire, I guess. Um, he's still getting done. No singles action. If it ends up with Sense of Alto and Fast Time Mudo as tag team champions. <laughs> That'll be the one to happen. Well, it's the uh, random booking we might see elsewhere in London, but um, we will not go down that path. But uh, top mouthy stuff that was booked on the day. Um, we had a segment, uh, Norman Harris with Robert Dreisker. Um, Norman Harris with a glass of red wine. Yeah, it's like. It's classic. Was he a bit, so his um, spot. Not, uh, it was Ribena, obviously. Well, yeah. Is he was he doing polo after the show? Like every time he's dressed for these things, like the backstage segments, it's almost like the you know the overly posh you no know, suit, like he's about to go out and play polo afterwards, something like that. Don't worry about polo. Could you hear in the background of that, of that interview that somebody was playing squash or tennis? Could you hear it? <laughs> yep. It was well, someone obnoxiously playing squash or tennis. Doing one take to other parts. Yes, yeah, so basically yeah. was there. Um, uh, I mean, it's a sports centre, but come on, <laughs> it's it's a curse of uh, shooting these places. I've been interested to hear like a hand drawer go off. <laughs> I've been to enough wrestling shows in sports halls where you just hear like you know the bumps on the mat, and then all of a sudden, like I think the Ring of Honor show went to years and years back when uh, Rex Flex was a thing, like two thousand four. And I think there was a skate park, indoor skate park, in the you know, in the same complex. And in between, like in between, like quiet parts of the matches, you could hear people skating. Like you know, yeah. It's like I get it. You, know, you can't really, you know, unless you have individual rooms, you can't effectively seal. But it's like it. I don't know if it's charm or if it's a case of maybe do it again. But hey, it, it kind of worked. You no, know, if they're trying to play Norman as being. He's got his one-track mind and he's, the rest of the stuff he's doing because it keeps him in hunt for shotgun belt. But, but yeah, so the whole thing with Dreisk was he was summoned because his face was on a poster because they didn't expect they were going to be suspending him, which, yeah, I, do like yeah, I guess. Uh, but Dreisk just wasn't in the mood for it. Um, you know, it's the whole thing of, you know, he didn't want, you know, he didn't like how he's doing the whole thing in front of the camera, which seems to be his whole MO, all of his meetings. I guess he's recording for evidence, which it's not the worst idea in the world, but um, it's, also, it's almost like I, one thing I do I've, I do love about the way that I think that I've always loved about WXW the way it presents itself is it it presents there's always the thing about you know rest, most wrestling TV isn't a wrestling program it's a program about a wrestling company. Um, yep. And I feel that WXW does the program about a wrestling company thing even better because they talk about local promoters. They talk about 
oh, you're advertised this, so you're on the poster. We've got to put you on. Yeah. You know, you've got you've got the backstage things where they're talking quite like where the referee is also like doing the lighting rigs. You know, you get like Shooter Schultz doing something yeah. in the angles, and I think that 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 for me, I, I watched that and I really like it. Did kind of make me laugh because it's it really solidified the thing. One of the things that immediately drag drug me into drug me in drags me into WXW sort of when I was first sort of flirting with shotgun back in the day. So yeah, I did enjoy that. It was kind of paying much homage again, but um yeah. Yeah, so Dry Scopes told his uh, suspension ends a day early. Um you know you're here because you're on the force you can wrestle anyway. He's told he's wrestling Oscar, except Dryscope didn't have his gear because he's not a rookie who brings his gear hope for an opportunity. Have skips and some elbow pads which of course are way too small and we have a match for later tonight, and yeah, when I heard when I heard that, I was thinking, "Oh, we've gone from nothing to doing the match." And yeah, the same will get that. But next up, uh, Lavaniel Vincent Heisenberg. I think it's okay, but it's I think Heisenberg's uh, doing the old um, berserker thing. Uh, one is one by countouts. Um, yeah. Only thing I would say, and you know, this is probably me being not thinking too deep. Levaniel's in the main event of Carrot about two months beforehand. Now he's losing my count out to mm. Heisberg, but no, that's more of a mighty fallen kind of thing. But but I think that's always been the thing. I think the the the, the implication with Levaniel and the main event at Carrot was always that he shouldn't be here. Yeah, he lost. He severely cocked up in the main event. Um, he cocked up. He didn't didn't win the the title in the main event. He then got injured in the sort of follow up match before the follow up match happened. So I think him dropping way down the card again kind of doesn't really feel like a thing. And later things will go on, which we'll go on to in a minute. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily that bad. Yes, after the match, Levan um, was beaten for some more. Jern Simmons ran out and made the save. Uh, Jern no, is knocked down. Be uh, knocks down. Heisberg sends him packing. And I guess that kind of creates a bit of a distraction ahead of the main event. Uh, move on to Rotten Flot against the Only Friends. And yeah, I don't know what was in my drink, but the Only Friends uh, entrance video. I <laughs> yeah, with the 3D zebra. The 3D zebra. Like, like, I get the whole post, the whole you know, t shirt, which you've got is the yeah, Bobby and uh, Michael holding hands riding zebras. But Bobby and Michael Knight, not me. Let's, let's yeah, be probably because yeah. Michael Knight, not uh, Michael. You know, so yeah, I mean, this was uh, of course a pretty good tag match. Um, you know, I say two of the more established teams in direct W in terms of you know, getting stuff done, like you know, in terms of being regular and what have you. Um, again, rotten flop. Their whole thing is you know, Shanda, Shanda. You know, everyone's cheating but us. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I would say this match, and I think for the Sean, I don't know whether this was. The new editing, or whether it's just you know something you know uh, snafu and be uh, whatever live ed would do. Coolish on the crossfades, guys, because this match I was getting headaches. Like big fan uh, of the two who's one of the hard cameras, like not a hard cover, it just seemed like like art crossfades in and out. But it was just happening so often. It was like what? Like, it was just not. It wasn't hard to keep track. It was just the way we you know slow one camera, wasn't it? I think it was one of the hard cams like on a corner view as well, which yeah. And again, they had a, a an entrance from the corner, which was you no know, different from the usual set mm-hmm. they have, which was nice. But yeah, just a few crossfades, guys. But as for match, um, yeah, yeah it you no, know, I would say broke down. But the whole thing, you no, know, it went down to uh, you no know, rotten for making the tags. Schenkenberg was legal, but they kept uh, kept going after charisma. Um, it was the snapshot, the old Eminem snapshot they called with uh, Nike Tuck. That's for a win. Um, Rotten Flots. You know, there's a lot of leniency from the referee here, which you know, is going to be one of the things we keep adding to bear. You no know, big pile of complaints. But um, yeah, it's you know, I think said in review. Uh, the only friends not playing to the whistle cost them in the end. Yeah. Um, and I think um, I, I don't know how long the shelf life is for only friends. I don't. For for me, I see it lasting to tag fest at most. Um, I like them as a team. However, I kind of see the whole 
you know, considering they were so at each other's throats before this, and then they kind of sort of said, "Oh, Joe, let's give it a go." Um, I kind of feel like they need to. Um, they really need to. I, I don't. For me, I just don't. I don't see it being a, a particularly long-term thing as a yeah. team. And um, it's going to be mistakes like this, and it will be. These are mistakes that, because they're not tag team wrestlers, these are the mistakes that they'll make, and I think that's going to be more of a thing as it as it goes on. Um, and yeah, I think it's. Um, I don't think it's going to last much longer than tag fest, to be honest. All right. Well, to be honest, I have June twelfth circled, and we'll get to have when we cover the um, upcoming shows. We do have a tag festival qualifier against um, uh, Heisenberg and Maggot, so yeah, so that could be one we might just scrape through. But yeah, definitely worth keeping an eye on that one. Um, Lauren Storman against Igor Blanc, um, another decent one, Miss uh, Roman. I don't think it's not one since he's come back into the XW over Cow Weekend, but it was a pretty good showing. Like, it wasn't one was where Igor Blanc you know, took the majority of it and you thought, oh. It's an extended squash kind of thing. Roman really held his own. I know I could have seen him leaving the race, like um, it's like face buster and cross face nearly got it, but uh, in the end, it's the old sky the special seatbelt pin. Um, Agablanc's changed together those wins. He is, and uh, he is, and uh, I think he's doing them more impressively than Sansa Volta as well. Uh, I think we've we kind of they've been seeding a bit of tension between the two of them, haven't they? Um, likewise, I think Lawrence Roman, I think you kind of, he's, you know, everyone knows he's been out for two years. I think he retired Definitely just before. Found, just before yeah. COVID, he stopped, yeah. Yeah, um, he's been retired, well, he, he's been out for two, three years. So I suppose there's a lot of ring rust and they're sort of playing on that as well. But I feel like, um, yeah, it's, uh, it was a really good showing from Roman. Uh, he's he, and he's a worker I've always been a massive fan of because um, I think he just has. It, there's the he's. I feel like I felt like he was the natural successor to Ilya um, from that part of the world, um, and I just I want him to make the next step, but <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah. <laughs> I that want him to fun. make. I want him to, to um I want him to sort of get onto that like the the level above where he is now. But yep. I just I, I think he needs to stick to it really more than anything else. But I think I mean, he's had a really like this won't be much of time, but yeah, I think it's just a case of getting like regular yeah. bookings and not being not that guy they use when we're in Dresden. Yeah, exactly. Um and I think he's he, I genuinely think he's one of the most criminally underrated wrestlers in German wrestling, I think, over the past five years, because he's always every. I can't think of anything that he's done that's been bad, um, and he's always he's got that intensity, which I like a lot of the Dresden wrestlers appear to have. Um, it's just I don't know. He just doesn't seem to have the the last the last bit. The final step. Yeah, yeah um, I don't entirely know why. To move on to the shotgun uh, championship. Uh, Rick Salam, as we said earlier, got the uh, drum lottery. Um, again, decent match, but not one of those you'd think, you know, he was any ever in any danger of winning. Not think no. didn't even go seven minutes, but um, yeah, Maggot was on the defensive, I think, for a fair part of this. He won, uh, may as well you know, bleed into the next bit. Norman House came out strange in his gear, tells the lottery was drawn wrongly. Have a do over, he comes out, well, Nom's name comes up, and he loses in uh, 42 seconds. And we get to the end of Lottery there, but yeah, this whole thing, I mean, no, you said no, Rick Salm thinks only second match in the WXW, so you no know, good way of you know, keeping him established on the roster, beginning to establish him, but yeah, the whole shotgun title thing, Nom House, he, he comes up short again, but. Uh, yeah, I think that's the thing with people going to take away from this was Norman losing again and that uh, mini tantrum at the end of it. Yeah, and with that, he ended. They basically ended it, didn't they? Because I don't think yep. they did one at Papenberg because that was announced, wasn't it? So, not Papenberg. Sorry, the next show in uh, um, Traveling. Yeah. Yeah. I'll so, yeah, move on. Was, um, Oscar, a bit of <laughs> Oscar and uh, Robert Dreisker. Um, so. Really good touch because obviously, that early promo of uh, Dreisky didn't have a skier. 
he was in was the dog eat dog long sleeve shirt and jeans of tracks of something like that. Um, so yeah, a short match to begin with. Um, Dreska hit the shattered dreams to cause a DQ after about two minutes, so they restarted the street fight. And this is where things went a bit off the rails. People should be speaking all over the building. They went through by the um, was by the video western crew. No, yeah, it bust so many seats. Um, in the end, the camel clutch like the Kafik Schlacht won it for Dreiska. And then he played record rather than smashed the Academy Trophy, which may or may not have been used to things from the past. But um, and it was that photo he put up on his Twitter the day after where he's taken a photo of the remains of the trophy and you just see him uh, grinning like an absolute madman at the you know, taken to the light of what he's done. It's like, there's a few screws loose there, guys. <laughs> Joyce is very, very quietly becoming a very, very good um, special set rest. That's the way way of saying it. But basically, street fight, hardcore, backstage style wrestler. I think he's yeah. very, very quietly becoming very, very good at that. Um, obviously, this was I think this was a very good match um, for like what it is for the sort of the backstreet balls. Obviously, the the academy brawl we've put over about two weeks of. On the first episode, I think we put that one over, um, and you know the match he had with Yerna Carrot ninety Carrot ninety. Yeah, the, I, I wasn't as big a fan of. I think it was more because of the yeah. Uh, that was because it was live. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think he's very quietly becoming one of these wrestlers who worked very very well in these things. Um, but yeah, it was a, it's completely unhinged. He's lost the plot, Dog Dreisker. Um, don't really know what's going on there. Um, bit of a shame, um, but you know, I, I think we, we could look on this as being some of his best work already. Um, the Gresham match at Carrot, obviously, which we've spoken about, was really, really good. And I think um, you know, go back to the start of the uh, closed set days, you know, he yeah. started to lean that way, you know, the, the early shock from 2020 stuff that kind of went, you know, so he built the team with uh, Anomaric. And now, no, that's clearly gone by the wayside. It was always, it was always. I'm dis. I'm tough. It was tough on his. It was tough on his students, but he was fair when he did it. Yep. And even if he was angry and he screwed at them, he was doing it because he cared, and because it, it meant a lot to him. It was his reputation because I think the whole thing was. There's, there's always been. I think the thing with with him is that he's always in Walter's shadow. Um, rightly or wrongly, and now he's he's doing these things, and he doesn't care. That's the thing; he's lost the honour for him. Yeah, and I think that's that's where it's dangerous for Dreisker because there's he was always doing it for the good of his students, for the good of the academy, and now he's like he doesn't care about the students because they don't they've he they frustrated him to a point where they're beyond saving. And unless he can, I, I don't see him doing any more academy stuff. Unless he can, um, you know, he brings through his own sort of bunch of lads that he's trained secretly. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe bring some people from Austria or something. I don't know. I'll have to see where we go. No, but he's got. Um, was it? Is it uh, over traveling? He had uh, Fares Aguilar. Yeah, and he's got rotation on the future show. So I guess we're kind of keeping the loose ties in, but. You'll have to see where this progresses because obviously you also have the aggression match of rematch yeah. being announced. But um I quickly move to main event. Uh Tristan Archer against Yearn Simmons. Uh Yearn unfortunately fell the first hurdle or his first defense. Um we're back to Wayward Carrot with Tristan Archer with the help of Rotten Flot and a bit of a screw up from uh Levaniel. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess now we have you know the tension between Levaniel and Yearn Sims, that's just going to keep building up. Uh, that monster of Yearn could well be coming back again, but it was a good main event. Yeah, personally, I would have liked to see Yearn's third ring go a little bit longer than one match, but um, yeah, this feels like we actually have the building blocks for you know, something longer term in the, in the shows. You know, uh, Tristan Archer and Rotten Flosh, you've got you know, that trio. And I think that I think it's the next show in True Colors and Dresden. You've got um, Archer against Axeman. There's a promo came out this week, you know, him 
I say begging is the wrong word, but you no know, demanding with the fair fight. It's completely in the seats of what's going to happen. Fuck finish with Rotten Flosh coming in. But um, you know, now we're heading somewhere that's kind of like uh, Bobby and the Bastards from you know, a few years back. I suppose the thing you have you have happened though is the way I feel like you build towards a Simmons turn is yep. I've always thought he's been a tweener, always been a tweener. Um, is you probably go for it's Yearn Yearn um, has a match against Archer and Rotten Flot, and he doesn't pick Levaniel on his team. He picks you know only friends, or he picks Tisha and. A another Hector yeah. or Hector or something like that, and it doesn't pick. He doesn't pick Levaniel. That's I think when you have something quite interesting going on. And again, to actually be great at these kind of slow burns, like yeah, see now what the obvious is. It's no, well, Simmons it's not. wasn't steaming mad, but we could definitely not rightly so. He was pissed at no, what the fuck, Levaniel? You cost me. You know, I fought to get this. You no, know, two months ago, and it's no, okay, I helped you. But I did need your help here. But no. At least, not retrospective kind of thing, but um, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of thing I could maybe see. Is this the thing they do to Tag League and yeah. do the big explosion? I mean, Yen's got a bit of a record with uh, tag teams uh, going a bit wonky Tag League. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's been a few, hasn't there? Um, but I don't know. It's It's been a bit of a... Um, that's a long way away, though, still. That's still four months isn't it so three four months so plenty of time there's a lot of shows to go between there so yeah again a lot of water going the bridge so that was um slamming in my pretty good show very noteworthy um i guess it's going to drop on WWE network soon so on WWE now why don't subscribe to that you can get it quicker there but say definitely worth a few hours of your time but yeah um, and i think um again it, it kind of i think we said it previously but the way that the, the the small market shows which had never would have made tape in the past, they all matter now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which we're then immediately going to follow up with this show doesn't appear to have, the next show doesn't appear to have made tape. But Well, two shows, but... Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about the first of the two because it is a little bit noteworthy. Yeah, go for it. Rotation Alpha Kevin beat Project... Oh, no, wrong one. Uh, ITAC, the... Uh, what's his nickname in, in Berlin? The Adana Bulldozer. Yes, and that lucky right. game show music. He beat Oscar at the Academy show the next day, which was a huh? I, I saw the result come through. And was like, what? what? What's that for the Academy t- Cup, though? No, so the uh, before the show, where uh, get post with the Academy Cup was no longer a thing because he'd broken it. Which, so I guess technically the Academy Cup died on April thirtieth. Um, yeah. Okay. Right now there is no champion of Academy until. They visit a trophy store or what have you, but um, so it was Oscar against uh, Itach, formerly Basil. Um, yeah, that result, like I've on its own, I thought no, something's not right here. Was the running, is the setting something up? But no, a few days afterwards, they put a clip on the Academy Facebook page. Uh, that was Oscar's swan song, and the Wrestling Observer this week um, seems to be hinting what we suspected. Uh, Oscar's heading back to or heading over to Japan, training with Dojo there, and who knows, maybe by the end of this year, we'll be seeing him and the screaming in Cork and Holland likes. Yeah, and then when he he can then end up doing um, Rev Pro as on excursion. That'd be great. Their worst ideas. <laughs> yeah. it was a send, him to, send him to join the Legion. <laughs> I'll give him to Gideon right now, but um, yeah, I'll, I I'll give Gideon a message. You said, I remember you tweeted this for time, like just the like response, you no, know, when that video went up, it wasn't, yeah. oh, you're leaving us, god damn you, why are you abandoning us? Like, and I think part of it as well as from day one, they were kind of open in terms of you know, all the media stuff and interviews. Done, you know, it was clear he trained with Badlock Farley in New Zealand, you know, his dream was Japan, and you know, if the C word hadn't happened, maybe this run wouldn't have happened, yeah. So the fact think... that it was open from day one, you know, it wasn't like the uh, give me a, 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 a mercenary football and the badge kissing. Oh, I really love playing for this club, and then six months later, he's it's off. Not Rooney at Everton. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's, it's it's not it's not like that. He was open and honest from day one. 
and no, I guess no. I expected once we uh, try skipping finished, that would have been it. Wasn't expecting to be done this quick, and I mean the fact that match wasn't even advertised. I would the, guess the, the, the thing but, is, I think it, for every single party, Oscar's run has been a net positive. It's yep. been a positive for Oscar. I think number one, um, he's got he's got experience in he's so post 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 dojo. Um, I mean, we don't let's say COVID didn't happen, and he ended up doing well. I suppose the ultimate positive thing would have Japan. been becoming a young lion. Yeah, okay, that's probably better than working WXW, but if not. He might have ended up on the Aussie Indies, maybe Aussie or New Zealand Indies. Um, WXW is basically the best thing that could have happened to him with what he had. Yeah. Um, he get to he got to wrestle world class people, uh, like he he um, yeah he got to wrestle world class people. He um, I think he raised the game of sort of the fellow. I would about to say contenders, that's the wrong promotion. Fellow trainees, I think, you know, he didn't he was sort of he felt like he was in a bit of a gap between the trainees and the um thing, but I don't feel like he embarrassed I think I just felt he raised the game sort of everybody around him. Yeah. I think we got a glimpse of a wrestler who, in my opinion, is is got the future ahead of him a, a monumental like upwards curve in front of him um and it kind of it, again like just his presence on the shows he improved the shows and he was incredibly talker and in let's say in let's say the new japan thing doesn't work out if he comes back in two years time or 18 months time as soon as that music hits and you hear that scream everyone's gonna go bloody bananas well, so, we'll scream in time but we'll still scream so yeah, for for me, I, I it's a net positive for everybody involved, and even if you know, worst case scenario, he goes to go, he goes to um, the New Japan Dojo, he trains there for six months, and he kind of goes, and the New Japan goes, thanks, but I don't think we're going to get anywhere. He comes back, he's had six months of the dojo, he can come wrestle in Europe and be bloody brilliant. He can be Walter too. And if it goes the other way, he's had an excursion for his proper yeah. excursion. Well, six months in Germany, so he's had dates in Hungary as well. So yeah, yeah. he's he's not embarrassed. Every wrestler should be. I think every trainee wrestler with a third of the talent of Oscar, and let's face it, he's incredibly talented. Yeah. A wrestler with a third of the talent of Oscar would be, you know, would do well to do what he's done. Basically, yeah. big things ahead in his future, yeah. whether it's Japan, Europe, America, wherever. So. Definitely keep an eye on that name, and for the love of God, Cage Match, give him a profile because Unless I know one of these people who's chosen not to have one. <laughs> well, he hasn't got the sorry, the work was requested to have his profile deleted messages, but who knows? Yeah, um, so anyway, away from that, uh, another show which didn't make tape, uh, Rex W were in Orb Traveling last weekend. Um, I know there's a few videos went up on their socials, didn't seem to show any cams at ringside, so. Just run through the results quick. Yeah. Uh, Levaniel beat Gullius Jr. Uh, Maggot defended the shotgun belt over rotation. Baby Allison retained the women's title over Nikki Foxley. Uh, the Elsa Hungry beat the wacky team of Lawrence Roman and Peter Dehani. Uh, Robert Dreisker beat Fires Aguila and Ben beat Orshi in two separate matches, which Don't I. You know, the context, context for that. No. Yeah, I'd want another context for that. Like, was Orshi trying to save the day for Fires? Obviously, you had the trainee thing there and over Cal weekend. He was very aggrieved of, oh, you're going to let us down again, but I don't care, that whole thing. Um, another trainee or academy match, uh, Danny Frey and Elijah Bloom beat Darius and Tormenta, two names I don't think I've ever Tormenta, heard of. Tormenta, I feel like I've seen before. Um, I think I've seen uh, I've seen Darius because I saw him on Pro Wrestling Osterike uh, show for a couple of weeks back, well, from last year. But Tormenta, I believe, I believe, unless I'm completely confusing him with someone else, I believe he's a Polish wrestler and he's a masked wrestler. Might be wrong, though. Cage match doesn't have a clicky link, so I'll take your word for it. It's yeah, I feel like I've, I, I saw Tormentor and I think I was like, I feel I've seen him on a Next Step show, but I might be wrong. <laughs> I'd have to look back through some of my records. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, so again, you know, academy guys in the semi-main, you no, know, give them uh, ring time, but yeah, didn't look So and of course, main event: Axel Tischer over Hector Invictus. Um, you know, keeping Axel hot for uh, True Colors next weekend in Dresden, which yeah, that looks to be a stacked show. And you know, that one is of course making tape, barring a massive catastrophe, and a run through that card. Uh, Axel Tischer challenging Tristan Archer for the world title. Uh, Fast Time Mudo and Stephanie Mays defending the tag titles against the Arrows and Rotten Flot. Uh, Maggots defending the Shotgun Belt over Peter Honey. Idle Blank against Sense of Alto again. And we've got Baby Allison defending against uh, Eva Klasky, which no three, six, seven match card. That's you know, pretty stacked for True Colors. Yeah, good one. I, I always felt that True Colors was. True Colors last. I, in, in normal times, they were always quite good because they were. So it's the first one after Carrot, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so you have a lot of the, the blow off shows from there. Um, True Colors Stromberg, 20. Sorry, go. So Stromberg and Dresden, that's a building for big ass fan in the, in the aisle. So no, yes. it looks yes, different right. as well. So it's not just a usual square room with video screens up. So that's going to be uh, distinctive too. Yeah. And like, um, I, I, I seem to remember like, um, uh, True Colors 2018 was like probably one of my favorite WXW shows of the year, and that was a very strong year as well. So it was, um, yeah, it's always one of the shows that I quite enjoy seeing. Uh, the next night, there'll be a Tells Racer for Wheel of Wrestling show. Kind of expect this to be taped. Uh, Axel Tischer, Lawrence Roman, Fast Time Moodle, Tristan Archer, Sense of Ultra Nigel Blank against Rotten Flot, and Orshi against Tamas Shabo. And Peter Harney and Eva Klasky against Magda Baby Allison, that's now so far. Yeah. Pretty stacked card considering, okay, you know, Tisha's got Roman if he wins, Art has got Fast Time Moodle, so we've got two matches, both conceivably could suddenly become t- uh, title matches, whether it's an easy first defense, proverbially speaking, or, you know, a challenge. Yeah, um, but the other thing is you put Roman, you put Roman on it in a big match against Tisha. That's, that's a big local match, though, but yeah. that's a, that's a Saxony. Uh, that's a big sax of the uh, or Saxon Anhalt, whatever, whichever one it is. They're all next step, they're next step people, so it's going to be, um, regardless of the result, you think that could main event? Yeah, I, I think that probably will. Um, especially yeah, announced got... as a title match because they can't, so yeah. Um, I think Tisha Roman will probably be their main event on that show. Look forward to that one, Val probably hitting on demand probably mid June this rate. Uh, also in June, the is back for Mark Tal. They, they're really playing up the Bobby Guns thing. Uh, you know, the day since he last lost in Hamburg. Um, I think announced so far they've announced uh, Robert Dreisker against Rotation, as we said before. Uh, Psycho Mike against Heisenberg and Jern Sims and Levaniel against Rottenflot. Which keep it ticking along, lads. In my opinion. Bobby Guns won't lose in Hamburg until it bloody Axel Dieter Jr. He's the only. I don't ever see any of him except in a like I, cross you, German. You, you can't you can't have it as being anybody else, really. Frankly, it's like it has to be it has to be a hometown person. It has to be proper hamburger hamburger Jürgen, as we say. White Miller's obviously not a thing anymore. De Max disappeared. Oscar, well, I suppose actually Oscar. Um, Oscar Oscar's out for picture. Maybe Heisenberg. No, no, built no. Up. It has. There's the only the only wrestler of. The statue that the statue is good enough to beat Bobby Guns in Hamburg is Axel Dieter Jr. There's nobody else who could do it. Give Nick Khan another go up a spreadsheet and wait 90 days from beyond something. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's junior, junior. If you did a big title match in Hamburg, Guns is champion, Junior is a challenger. That's the could be one of the biggest matches in WXW history, best matches in WXW history, guaranteed. Well, fingers crossed, but um, <laughs> yeah, I know they, they were meant to be announcing uh, Guns thing, but you know, that'll probably be uh, maybe next uh, time we record, we've got a few shows under our belt. Uh, then going into June again, we've got the uh, double well, triple headed technically in the Turbine Hall, broken rules on Saturday, June the 11th. Um, so the broken rules, of course, I've written this horribly. Uh, Robert Dreisker, Jonathan Gresham in a carrot finals rematch. 
Karen Noir against Axel Tischer and a surprise benefit scramble. That's rotation, Bobby Guns, Orshi, Peach Dahani, Hector Invictus and Masha Slamovich involved. The surprise benefits can be revealed after a match and I guess it's a real mayhem of mystery. Yeah, uh, well, what could it be? It could be anything. Um, it could be a it could be a, a surprise entry into World Tag Team Festival if you can find a tag team partner. Shortcut for top bats afterwards. Yeah, it could be number. It could be number thirty and shortcut to the top. Yeah, it could be anything like that, really. Um, we're just throwing ideas out, really. I mean, it's, it's, it's just rare that they're doing a scramble because it's not a thing that we've done. It's yeah, it's not usually their style. Like I mean, we did one the character uh, pre-show, um, the alternate five-way. Which that's yeah, that's, that's different. Day. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. typically it's not. That's the only time they do it. Um, then the next night, uh, Sunday the twelfth, they're doing two shows in one night, so it's going to be a bit of a marathon. Uh, announced so far, we haven't said for which show, but Chris Ridgeway against Fast Time Mudo, expect a lot of kicks there. Uh, Peter Tahani against Axel Tischer, and a World Tag Team Festival qualifier with uh, Vincent Heisenberg and Maggots. We said before taking on the only friends and. Yeah, this is where I feel if they are going to uh, blow up the only friends from better word for Tag League or Tag Festival, that's going to be the match. But yeah. at the same time, I, I think it's going to be another knockout tournament thing rather than the mini leagues. Do you put Heisenberg and Maggot in? Back, does that telegraph Maggot's losing a shotgun belt? I mean, might have lost before then, but it's a, it's a weird tandem. Bear in mind, they don't seem to be, we don't team back regularly. There's, there's there's too many shows in between here and then to really make any real predictions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, if you if if we hadn't done a show between Carrot and now, then we would have missed three world title changes. We would have missed two world title changes. <laughs> it's kind of like it's it's a yeah. bit of a it, you can't really predict that much. Just boring. <laughs> yeah. There um, also might be uh, Wheel of Wrestling double feature. Uh, Gresham, of course, Robert Dreisker, Lavaniel. Sebastian Suave and Psycho Mike out of Smash and Impact Smash of Slamovich. I expect more to be announced for those cards beforehand. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if stuff is announced after Broken Rules, not since we're taping two of those. And yeah, but, you know, after May went pretty barren in terms of the Three now uploads, they are absolutely slammed for next month or so. Yeah, and it's the way to go. And then you kind of get the traditional, the traditional break in June usually, isn't it? Um, yeah, sorry, traditional sure. July, and then you end up heading in towards sort of shortcut for the start of the year in um, August, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so looking at their schedule, it looks like so. Obviously, you've got uh, Broken Rules in June, the Wheel of Wrestling in June. It's a month then between the Frankfurt Earthquake double header, then Dead End in Hamburg at the end of uh, mid late July, then short to the top at the start of August, and then nothing till Tag Festival weekend. So well, Maybe late for holidays. Well, they might have that. They might have that fight forever shows. Man, that's about it. Uh, yeah, that's. I guess because Cage Match listed listed as an academy show rather than WXW, but yeah, yeah it's so there's no shortage of stuff coming out. But um, yeah, it's been quite month, like I say, but it's going to ramp up from here. It's starting with True Colors next weekend. Um, see what drops. I don't think we've said anything yet about what's going to WXW now, but. Yeah, that's I guess that's it for episode three. Uh, Record Robert, we're calling it. Um, yeah, <laughs> rest big old hammer out. Rest in peace for the uh, Femme Fatale Ambition and uh, Academy Trophy. Yeah, they better buy a new one. We've got a few months. Yeah, maybe we'll yeah. sell it off from the flea market. Someone maybe. can buy the nameplate. Someone can buy. Oh, I'd like, go to that flea market, but I'd know I wouldn't be able to take anything home. Um, I have to send somebody with a shopping list. I want yeah. Walter's fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Dips oh, on a yeah. table. I need, to, I need to send somebody on Facebook Live and say, right, buy that, 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 and that. And then I'll send you the money. Yeah. Can I have a bit of a uh, light tube which uh, Dreisker smashed over Norman last year? No, no, I don't want mercury poisoning. Well, just for glass, it'll be the at this point. But um, anyway, I guess yeah. uh, say if I'll do anything to plug. I know uh, I've got the ground hopper sky, but 
Uh, we're heading to the season's over. We will have another Groundhopper's Guide up very soon, uh, and then we head in towards the new season, really. So, uh, yes, a Groundhopper's Guide on YouTube.com. Type in Groundhopper's Guide, it's on the Arn and Eddie YouTube channel. Um, so I suppose watch them as well, they're quite good. Uh, I'm Mike Kilby on everything, so you can find me there. Um, yeah, just keep in, keep watching WXW, it's all I'd really say. And get some football fun. Depending on how quick YouTube turns this around, I might either be uh, eagerly excited, celebrating, or crying into my pint more nights. Sunderland at Wembley. We don't have a good run. <laughs> the only time we win at Wembley is when fans aren't allowed. So, yeah, let's see how it goes on Saturday afternoon. But yeah, you can follow me um, at Ian Wrestling on Twitter at Big Back Body Drop on Twitter for the website stuff. Um, and yeah, when Dubexer is uploading again. We'll have reviews up, and I guess that's it for another episode. We shall see you in a few weeks for True Collins reviews. Woo. See you soon. Take care, everyone.